Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Your mindset is your message. Let me say that again. Your mindset is your message. Mindset plays a huge role in relationships, especially in the parent-child relationship. Parenting is hard. As such, our mindset can make it even harder or the opposite. Our children are always watching us. We serve as models for them as they learn to navigate this world. Think about how you show up and what attributes you embody that make your child or help your child learn from you. How do you approach the day-to-day tasks? What kind of perspective and mindset do you bring? How does your language either exemplify or contrast this perspective? What does your self-talk look like? These are all important things when it comes to looking at our own mindset. Whether it is a good day or a hard day, our children are watching. They notice how we react and respond whether it is a positive experience or some form of adversity that we are challenged with. Positive language and how we frame a situation can make a significant difference in the indirect message or messaging our children receive from us. We all have days that are more challenging than others. It is how we respond to and engage with the challenge that is key. What mindset do you bring to the challenges you experience? What does your inner dialogue sound like? Do you focus on what the challenge offers in terms of your own growth? Imagine if our children approached challenges like so. Albert Ellis, founder of Rational Emotional Behavioral Therapy, says that it is not the situation that causes our emotional experience but rather what we tell ourselves about the situation that causes our emotional experience. So for example, the other day, and this is a very simplistic example, I took a bit of time out of my work to go do a couple of errands. One was at a post office, the other a grocery store. So I was running down to the post office in my car and got a notification that there was an accident on the highway. And I chose not to sit in traffic for at least an extra 10 minutes because I really didn't have that kind of time to sit. So I turned around, drove the opposite way to the grocery store where the wine item that I needed, they did not have. I left with nothing. I came home and thought I just spent time doing two things that were not fruitful. No results. But instead of being disappointed or frustrated, by the simplistic, simplistic example, I chose to just honor 
my choices to leave the store and to turn around and take my time and put it elsewhere. So these are the ways that we have to reframe what could become a negative experience or create a negative dialogue. These are tiny little challenges I'm mentioning, but look at them on a bigger scale because we all have good days and not so good days. So think about each experience that you have and how you interact with it. How does the way you think about a situation create your own emotional experience? And how does this inform your child? Oftentimes, the way we speak both internally and externally can inform our emotional experience. Just like in my example, I reframed it. That reframe took me to a very positive place quickly. So a, a prime example of this is when we think of exercise. When we think, I have to, and fill in the blank, what is your preferred method of movement? We can feel that negativity toward the activity. Like, I really need to go run today. It's a very negative statement for me to say to myself, or I should run today. However, if we reframe our inner dialogue to, I get to go run today, or I get to fill in the blank with your preferred method of movement, we usually feel excited and positive towards the activity. We can use this method of thinking for anything, even when making dinner for our family, doing the laundry, washing the dishes, cleaning bathrooms, or any other task. How we show up for ourselves holds a great deal of weight. What do you tell yourself that is rooted in more negative, unhealthy, and irrational beliefs? How can you transition these beliefs to more positive, healthy, and rational ones? If you shift your perspective as the model, what kind of implications will this have for the younger ears and eyes? How will your children take that away? It's a beautiful gift to give them. Our past often makes itself present by affecting our current mindset. When the past keeps coming up, it can be overwhelming. Relinquish the past for yourself and for your children. Reminding your children of what happened in the past or thinking about it yourself undermines the present. We live in the here and now. And set your perspective with intention, realizing how it transcends generationally through modeling. This is the only moment that we have, this moment. Let's live in this moment, embrace this moment, and try to bring the best mindset we can to the experiences that we're having in this moment. For support, please email me at sue at suedecaro.com or visit my website at www.suedecaro.com. Thank you for joining me. And remember, every moment is a new moment for conscious connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.